Are you a mother, father or you are involved in caring for children? If yes, then listen to Ask the Pediatricians every Thursday by 10 a.m. for insightful discussion on popular child health topics such as dangerous child health practices, immunization, infant feeding, developmental milestones and so much more. You also get to ask questions on these topics and listen to answers to real-life child health issues by a pediatrician. Ask the Pediatricians Foundation is devoted to health education and information of parents and caregivers of children in the community to support you in raising healthy children. Don't miss Ask the Pediatricians with Dr. Bimi because it's informative, educative and interactive. Ask the Pediatricians Hour, the program for caring parents. Hello everyone and welcome to a fresh episode of Ask the Pediatrician Hour. I am Bimi Salaboyede, I'm a pediatrician, I'm the CEO of Ask the Pediatrician's Foundation and today's episode is a very very special one. Why? Because on the 27th of May is the Children's Day and um, as a organization, an organization that is committed to the welfare and well-being of children, we always celebrate our Children's Day in a special way. In fact, we usually do one of our major outreaches actually in May and in line with, we call it the Children's Day Outreach. And this year is not an exception. We are doing our Children's Day outreaches. Um, we're doing it for the very first time online and offline. And I'm sure some of you have seen the posters of uh, our Children's Day outreaches in some states in the community near to you. Um, I want to use this opportunity uh, to wish all our children happy, happy Children's Day. It is because of you that we are, exist on ATP. We're committed to the welfare, we're committed to the well-being of all children globally, especially in Africa where majority of our children still die from preventable causes. And that is why we do what we do on ATP Hour, where we educate parents, inform parents and empower them to be able to take care of our children so that no child should die from preventable causes. But we also know that there are communities where there's limited access to pediatricians. So we actually go to those communities during our medical outreaches. And we're doing one this Saturday and for most of the weekends in June, May and June. And of course, we're actually doing the online one as well on Saturday. And we already received over 450 uh, forms of people who want to have free consultations with our pediatricians online. And I'm sure some of you have received our emails, you've been accepted. And, you know, so it's going to be, we're going to be giving over 100 hours of free consultation online alone on Saturday. And of course, many more hours will be done face-to-face -face in the community. So we welcome you to support us. We welcome you to sponsor uh, 
hours or sponsor a child, you know, during these our community medical outreaches, whether you are individual, you're a corporate organization, you're welcome to partner with us on Hacks the Pediatrician uh, Foundation as we celebrate our children uh, as part of these um, Children's Day celebration that is currently ongoing. So thank you so much uh, for joining us today. And because of that, today my my topic is not your everyday medical uh, issue. Actually, I'm going to be celebrating our children by talking about something that is very, very important when it comes to our children. And today I'm going to be reminding the parents <laughs> about the rights of our children as we celebrate our children. Uh, one of the ways by which we can celebrate our children, in addition to the other ways, in addition to taking them out, taking them for the fun fair, bringing them for free community medical outreaches with the pediatricians on ATP, is to remember that our children have rights, okay? Yes, they have rights. And we as parents, as adults, as uh, caregivers, as governments, as organizations, we need to remember that all children have rights and we need to make sure we protect that rights we safeguard their rights. I know some of us are familiar with some of them, but maybe some of us may not be too familiar with them. And so today I'm just going to remind us if you if you already know them. And for those who don't know them before, I want you to know that there is a convention, we call it the United Nations Convention on the Rights of Children that protects all children all over the world, irrespective of whichever country they have. And so I'm just going to talk to us today about the rights of our children, because no matter what we do as pediatricians, as Hacks the Pediatricians Foundation, a non-government organization, uh, if we don't remember this right and we don't work towards making sure that these rights are protected, then all those efforts may be in vain. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the rights and I'm going to talk from the children's perspective a lot today. So this is a program that actually the children can watch as well because it's all about them. I have a few slides and I'm just going to try and um, talk a little bit more. I borrowed these slides from my previous uh, slides on um, for another event. All right, so let's talk about who is a child, all right? So the first thing we need to do is that who is a child. A child, according to the United Nations, is any person who has not yet attained the age of 18 years. So anyone who is not yet 18 is a child. And so when I'm talking about the rights of the children, I'm talking about all individuals, persons who are not yet 18 years, they are the ones that are referred to as children, and those are the, our uh, constituency, as we like to call it, as pediatricians. And what, what do we mean by a right? So a right is a moral or legal entitlement to have or do something. So when we say children have rights, we mean they have this moral 
or legal entitlement to have that particular thing that they have a right to. So that is what a right is. So we're talking about the rights of our children. There are things that children should be given <clears throat> based on the law, based on moral justification. And that's, those are the what we refer to as the rights of our children. Of course, it's not just about rights alone. Children also have responsibility as well as a parent and when we talk about parents most time we use i'm using the word not just for biological parents it could be foster parents could be caregivers anyone who cares for a child who will refer to them in this uh right as um a parent as well so over the decades we've realized that the world has realized that there's a need for an international law that will address the peculiar needs of children. Children are very, very vulnerable. And because children are vulnerable, we need to make sure that children are protected. And it doesn't matter which part of the world that they are. And that is why there is... Uh, uh, this discussion over the years and eventually the United Nations General Assembly adopted what they call the Convention on the Rights of the Child, CRC. So there's a Convention on the Rights of the Child in 1989 and it was ratified by many governments, you know, and the Organization of African United of States also adopted it and you know kind of domesticated for Africa and they call it African Shelter on the rights and the welfare of the child. And even the Nigerian government, for those of you who are listening to me from Nigeria, have signed this. So they have their signatories to both the International Convention on the Rights of the Child as well as the African Shutter, you know, on the welfare of the of of uh, uh, on the rights and welfare of the child. So everyone subscribes to the fact that our children needs to be protected and our children needs to be safeguarded because the welfare of each, of children is a global issue and it's very important for every one of us to be concerned about the welfare of our children and in Nigeria the government actually passed the law you know about the child rights acts in 2003 and it's basically summarizing the entire um uh convention of the United Nations so because it is a uh I'll, because i speak to people from different countries i'm going to use more of the international UN uh, uh, convention on the rights of children uh, because that's more universal but I just want to for, for, uh, let people know that all these rights that our children have and it is important for us as parents that we as adults irrespective of who you are that we safeguard and we protect the rights of our children and as we celebrate 2003 children's day on the 27th of may i'm pleading with you and i'm asking you to remember that our children have rights and we want you to help us uh, protect the rights of pull this right and make sure that our children are safe from harm and you know 
all that because when we talk about welfare of children, it is this right that has as a bedrock to make sure that all those health and welfare, everything uh, protected. So we have this big posters that summarize them in picture format, but I'll just go through each of them. In the United Nations, there are about 54 articles, you know, there are about 54 of them, each of them taking each aspect. So I'm just going to run through them one by one. And most of them are very self-explanatory, but this is just to make sure that we remember them. So the first article is the fact that a child is someone under the age of 18 years. So everything we're talking to about today applies to children under the age of 18 years. And I know on ATP, a lot of people say, my baby, my baby. And when they're calling baby, they're actually referring to their 20-year-old, their 25-year-old. I was like, those are not babies, those are adults, those are not children. So when we talk about child rights, we are talking about individuals who are, at, who are below the age of 18 years. So that's the first uh, thing I would like to emphasize. Then let's quickly go on to number two. All children have these rights. It doesn't matter whether they are born in the United States of America or whether they are in um, UK or in Nigeria or in whichever country in the world, Sudan, whether they're in Syria, all children have these rights, irrespective of where they are. Now, let's go on quickly. And, and it is, oh, sorry, I think I should go to number three. Uh, it is important that adults should do what is best for children. You know, and I, like I said, I'm writing this with the children a wording so that the children can also understand it. So the most important thing for us as adults, irrespective of who we are, is that we're doing what is in the best interest of the child. That is the overriding principle. And like for us on ATP, if you look at our logo, you will see that there's a child there and there's a hand supporting the child and it comes to form a big love. That is it, everything we do is all about the children. So, and it's important that as adults, we do what is in the best, not necessarily what we think, is best, but what we think, well, what is in the best interest of the child. So whenever there is conflict, usually the court wants to know what is it that is the best for this child. And it is important that children realize that these rights must be protected. It says my responsibility as a pediatrician, it is the responsibility of the parents, it is the responsibility of the government, of all of us, to make sure that all these rights of our children are protected. We must be committed, the government must be committed to do all that they can to make sure that children enjoy these rights to the, you know, to the fullest. And that is what uh, this is all about. But it's not only the government, it's the family as well. All of us must make sure we work together, we provide the right environment to make sure that our children have and enjoy these rights. All right, so now let's move on to number five, article five. 
Oh, sorry, that's Article 6. I'm sorry. So, um, the family needs to let the children know their rights. I know that, especially for those of us in Africa, we don't want children to know that they have this right because we, we want them to feel like we they can't say anything or they can't challenge us and all that, but that is not appropriate. It's important for us to make sure that children know these rights that they have. We It is our responsibility as parents, as adults, as family members to make sure that our children are aware of these rights, okay? Now let's move on to number six. Uh, number one, which is like, this is now where the right starts now. The children have a right to be alive, all right? Children have rights to be alive. We must make efforts to make sure that children live and not die. And this is exactly what our mission is on ATP. We don't want any child to die from things that they can be protected from. And that means that as parents, we must do everything to keep children alive. And this goes down to even the unborn child. I know a lot of, there are a lot of uh, discussion, a lot of arguments over abortion rights and stuff like that. But bottom line, all children have a right to life. Even the unborn child, they have a right to life. And we must safeguard those lives. And that's why even sometimes we start safeguarding children from the womb. If a mother is, that means a mother who is pregnant, no, she should not be taking alcohol, she should not be smoking, she should not be taking uh, recreational drugs, things that will endanger the life of that child in her womb because that child has a right to life. It means she knows she has to go for antenatal care. She has to do everything she can. She needs to take her children for immunization. We need to take children to the hospital when they are sick because children have rights to life and everybody the parents the family the government international organization unicef the rest of us acp you know local ngos we must all do our best to make sure that our children live and they do not die because that is their number one right the right to be alive and nobody has the power to take away a child's life you know, it is it is the child's right. The child must be kept alive. So it is very important for us to do, to remember that. Number the seventh article: Children have a right to a name. Okay, so every child must be named. So there's nothing like you give a you give it to a child and just leave them. You know, a name is a name. It's part of identity. So every child has a right to a name. And please, when you're giving names, give them names that they will not be ashamed of. I know sometimes. Parents, we do things <laughs> that we think is good for us. But please remember that this child is going to be bearing this name for the rest of their life. This is what majority of people will call them. So give them names that children will be proud of. I know in some countries, you even need approval to give certain names to your children. The government has to approve it because uh, they don't want you to give those kind of names that children, will, it will be a kind of a bully tendency for them when they're in school. So anyway, let's go forward. Children has a right to life and we must safeguard this life. We must make sure that our children live and all that. Children have a right to a name. All right, children, you have a right to a name. Uh, children have the right to live with their family that cares for them. So children have right to live with their family. There's a lot of things people do in Africa sometimes. They have children and they just 
uh, trip the children to just anybody or anyone. And I mean, and I hear stories, I read stories of it. All of us are reading them in the news of children, 10 year old who are working as maid. I will say come to that, it's a part of the right of children. And they are living with families who don't love them and who are maltreating them. No, it is the right of that child to live with their own family who will love them and who will care for them. As we celebrate Children's Day, please, uh, which is one of the reasons why we talk about family planning, just have the number of children you can truly love and you can truly care for, that you don't have to ship to people who don't love them, who don't care for them. So they see a way to still protect the child even in that circumstance. But let's remember that children have a right to life, right to a name, right to a family that loves them and protects them. And they have a right to an identity that nobody should take away from them. So children have a right to their own identity, you know. So uh, you identify as Black, as African, uh, whatever rights, you know, you, 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 you have a right to 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 an official record of this is who you are. You must have a birth certificate. All children must have birth certificates. Some of us, uh, some people have children, and then they don't take the children uh, for registration and have official documents. Children should have a right to that identity. They are officially an individual, and they must have a right to that identity, and that nobody can say away from them. All right. Uh, for you to talk about the right to a family that cares for you, uh, children, you also have a right to have contact with your parents. Even if your parents are in a different part of the world, you have the right. Every child has a right to know who their biological father is, who their biological mom is. They have a right to have uh, contact with them. I know sometimes some children are given up for uh, adoption and all that, but children still have a right to contact with their parents. Children have to be protected from kidnapping. Actually, in Africa now, there's so much kidnapping, and even children are being kidnapped. But really, the government, all of us must do our best to make sure that children don't, uh, they're not subject to kidnapping. And for those who are into this terrible, terrible acts, please stop, at least, please stop. And remember that children have a right not to be kidnapped. They have a right to be protected uh, from being kidnapped. And I think that's one of the government's uh, responsibility. Number 12, we're going to move fast now because of time. Children have a right to their own opinion. I know most of us live in homes where we feel like children don't talk, children should not, should only be seen and not be Hard, but really, that is wrong. Children have a right to their own opinion. Of course, as parents, we have responsibility to raise our children' rights so that they can make informed opinion and decisions. But all the same, they have a right uh, to their own opinion. Uh, children also have a right to share what they think with others. So we should not just always judge them. Children have a right to say, this is what I think about this, what is going on. They are a valuable member of that family and they have a right to share their opinion. Of course, children also have a right to choose their own religion and beliefs. All right. When children are growing up, obviously, most families raise their children you know, along their own religious beliefs, which is still okay. But along the line, the children have the right to say, I'm going to accept this, your religion, or I'm not going to do it. And the children have a right to that. And 
parents, we should not force the children to say, you must do this, you know, you know, you must live your Christianity or Islamic life, whatever, in a way that your children will want to follow after your pattern. But if you are doing the wrong thing, obviously the children have a right to choose what they like. Also, children have a right to set up groups. They have a right to choose their own friends. So we should not stop our children from making friends. They have a right to associate with people, to associate with friends. And, you know, it is important that we remember that. Also, children have a right to privacy. Yes, a right to privacy. And it starts so early. You know, we don't just bump into their room. We don't just expose them. Even for us as doctors, when we examining children when you're just a child you just expose the child a lot of parents send me uh, pictures of they want to ask questions and they send us pictures of the child naked not covered and they don't even see it as a big deal and i always like no 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 don't do that children have a right to privacy in their own home when they're changing when they're doing things you don't take pictures of them naked and anyhow and expose them you know to the entire world you must always remember that children have a right to privacy children have right to information i know children are very curious they're always asking questions and sometimes parents you know we feel like oh you're disturbing me no you're not they're not disturbing you they have a right to information and we have that responsibility to explain things to them at the level they can understand. Even like when we're seeing children in the hospitals, even though it's the parents most time that give us consent, but if it's a child that can understand, we do explain it to them from six, seven, we say explain it to them and tell them, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take your blood. I'm they have a right to the information, right to tell them it's going to be a little bit painful. I'm going to give you a little bit of cream or something. They have a right to information and we must always tell them, this is where we're going this is what we're going to do uh this is where your school is going to be this week you know they have a right to those information uh children have a right to be raised by their parents as much as possible it's best that children are raised by the parents that you know brought them to life so that is also one of the rights of our children our children have a right to be protected from harm you know, in mind and body. It is so important. I see a lot of parents, we are posting about our children falling. We leave them. Uh, somebody was telling us the other day, she was about to give the child medication and she just, somebody rang the bell and she just left medication. And by the time she came by, the child has finished the whole bottle. That is that child not being protected from harm. Or some people that will leave our children on the, on the couch, children who are still like infants and then they roll and have head injury. We're not protecting the children from harm. Or we leave them with people that are, you know, pedophiles that can abuse them. We have a right to, we must protect our children. Children have a right to be protected in terms of their body and even their mind. What do we expose them to the screens, what they watch? Children must be protected from all this. Uh, also, children, oh, sorry, that's not the next one, number 20. Uh, children has a right to care. If, if sometimes there's some for some reason some parents are not able to raise their children, but then it is responsible of the government to make sure that if the children cannot be live with their parents, they live with other people, foster care, adoptive parents, they must still be careful. The fact that their parents are either not alive or they are not in the capacity to care for them does not mean those children have to suffer. We still need to make sure that they are cared for by somebody, even decided they're adopted or 
they are in foster care. So children have the right to care and protection. Even the fact that they are adopted or in foster care does not mean somebody has to abuse them. We see movies, we hear a lot of stories about people in, in, in foster care system being abused and other. No, even in that situation where they are not with their home parent, they still have to be uh, protected. They still have to be cared for uh, properly also children even when children are refugees like in war situation and you know in like ukraine and all those places where there's war uh the children in those countries see how to be protected even as refugees also children have a right to special education the fact that a child has a disability does not mean uh, they, they should not be cared for. So our children with special needs or disability, they also have a right. They have rights to be cared for. They have rights to get special education. And because it's a long one, I'm just going to be reading it, but I think it's so simple and it's so clear. I would not do too much of explanation. Uh, children also have a right to things that will keep you safe, clean and well so as children they have a right to be safe to be clean to be well you know sometimes we see children they are looking so dirty uh their uniform is tattered and they are you know they are not well clean and all that that child's right is being abused or being denied so every child has a right to be safe they have a right to be clean they have a right to be well and we as government as parents we must do this and if you are in care for children who are in foster care and all that, they have somebody has to be checking them regularly. We need to make sure that somebody is checking them that everything is fine with them as well. Uh, let's move on. The child has a right to help when they need. Children have a right to help. If they need help, somebody must provide that help. It doesn't matter whether it comes from anyone government organization but children have a right for help when they are in need uh children have a right to food to clothing and a safe place to live all right so children should not be should not be staffed as a form of punishment food is a right of the child i don't care what the child has done uh starving children of food is not a punishment uh, it is not a way of discipline children at all we should never do that children should always have right to food children have the right to clothing so they'll say i'll not buy clothes i'll not give you clothes because of that and of course you need to make sure you get a good accommodation for the children uh to live in all right children have a right to education good quality education this is both parental and governmental responsibility education is so key and children have rights it's not like oh i if i have money i will no children must go to school it's a law it's a right for the children all right uh children have rights to education that develop their talents and respect for other people. You know, that's part of what we should be teaching our children, that whatever talent they have, whether it's music, it's dancing, you know, it's uh, coding, whatever, we should encourage them to have those education that will promote it, that will develop it. And then no matter what else they do, they must learn to respect other people. All right, children also have a right to practice their own culture language and religion i mean there was a movie recently on netflix about 
Sometimes people live in different parts of the country and there's a conflict over how maybe people from a certain culture raise their children from another culture. Every child has a right to practice their own culture and nobody should force them to adopt another culture. And they have a right to speak their own language and to practice their own religion. Children should do that so they don't have to be forced to do other people's culture or religion. Children has a right to play and rest. I know a lot of parents always complain, oh, you play too much, you're, you're always sleeping. No, it's a right for children to play. They have a right to play and they have a right to rest. So if the child is playing, please don't say you're playing too much. Remember, it's a right. And when they need to rest, it's also a right. Don't go and force them to be doing work for you when they should be resting. All right. Our children have a right from protection from work that harms you. So we don't we should not have children to do out chores that they are not developmentally ready for. We shouldn't be forcing them to carry heavy loads on their back, on their head when they are not ready for it. All these instances of nine-year-old, ten-year-old working as maid, looking after other children should not be happening. That is abuse of the rights of those children. Children have, children should not work until they are 15 years old. I'm not saying they can't do house chores, but work that they require for them to pay, to be paid for another should not be happening. That's child labor. So, Children must be protected from because usually by by definition, child labor will harm the children. And so children should be protected from that. Children have to be protected from harmful drugs. You know, harmful drugs, you know. Uh, we've watched movie, uh, we've seen on social media recently of parents vaping and putting those uh, uh, or smoking and putting it in the in the mouth of children. That is a gross, gross abuse of the rights of a child. Or some people will be giving children like beer or whatever they're drinking, alcohol. That is child abuse. Children have a right to be protected from those drugs. And if you are a parent, you should not be smoking inside the house where the child is. You should not be leaving your stuff, recreational drugs, whatever, where children can get exposed to them and then the child end up having, you know, accidental poisoning with them. Please, children have a right to be protected from harmful drugs. Of course, children have a right to be free from sexual abuse. And usually most people that abuse children have familiar people to them. They are usually parents, they are family members. They are not usually strangers. And, you know, we as parents, all of us, all of us, is our responsibility to safeguard children and to protect them from predators, from people that can abuse them. And we should not protect anyone, even if they're family members and they're abusing children, we should not protect them. Children must be free from abuse, sexual abuse. And sexual abuse is not just about penetration, even uh, grooming, making them to watch pornography, all those things, children have a right to be protected uh, from that. Uh, I'm rushing now because of time. Uh, children have to be protected from being taken advantage of. So there are people that exploit children, they exploit them for money, they exploit them for sex and all that. We need to protect our children. They have a right to be protected from being taken advantage of. Uh, nobody is allowed to kidnap or sell a child. No, but I, I mean, we've seen such happening recently, even in Nigeria, of parents saying they want to sell their child for 
that three hundred thousand. You know, I'm sure most of you have heard those news. That is a gross violation of the rights of a child. A child should not be sold, should not be kidnapped. So a child has a right to be protected from being sold or being kidnapped. All right. Uh, let's go on. Thirty-seven. Nobody is allowed to punish you in a cruel way or harmful way. Yes, parents, we are coming home now. I'm sure most of the things we've been saying, most of you are very comfortable, like, no, I, I'm, I'm maintaining the rights of my child. But this one, this is where most of us have we need to watch it, all right? Children should not be punished in a cruel way or harmful way. And it is not just only physical punishment. Sometimes embarrassment. I've seen people write nonsense on a t-shirt and say, I'm a liar, I'm a thief or something, and make a child to wear that. That is so cruel. That is, that is, I mean, that's why sometimes some children go commit suicide because of that. You know, that is emotional abuse. You know, or telling children you're not wanted, you're stupid, you're an idiot. You're, and no, we should not use those negative words on our children. We should not punish them. We have a right to discipline our children we have to parent them properly but please there's a difference between discipline and punishment we should not be punishing children we should discipline them i know that's the discussion for another day and of course we've had so uh, talks on parenting on our Facebook group, if you are interested, or you can just go for parenting courses so you know the difference. You know, discipline is you're trying to raise a child, teaching them what is right, giving them opportunity to practice, to learn, you know, taking away uh, privileges if they, so that they can learn consequences and other, but not to punish a child, people pouring hot water on children or using blade on them, you know, making marks on their body, that is cruelty, and even animals should not be. We should not be cruel. So they're not talk of children, and it doesn't matter whether the child is yours or not, because a lot of in our country, especially Nigeria, we see a lot of people um, who have other children who are not there, living with them, and they treat those children cruelly. That should not happen. That child has the right not to be punished in a cruel way. So we need to remember that that is the child has the right and we should not harm our children. We don't discipline them when you are hungry. Don't punish them when you're angry. Calm down, then you can have a conversation with them. Children has the right to protection and freedom from war. You know, all this war, this is one of the reasons why we advocate for peace and all those peace treaties is because of our children. We don't want our children to be uh, caught in the middle of wars and all that they have a right uh, to be protected from wars. All right. Uh, children have a right to help if they've been hurt, neglected, or badly treated, which is one of the things we treat children in um, uh, spots of the uh, PANS and all those acronyms we use. We want the S is speak up. Somebody is willing to help. We must let children know that if they are being abused or if they are being maltreated, they can talk to somebody. It could be a teacher. It could be uh, somebody in the church, it could be a neighbor, they could talk to somebody. And if a child comes to you and disclose information about abuse, please don't say, oh, you're telling lies. Or Most times children don't lie about things like that. And you need to believe them and you need to safeguard that child because you may be the last uh, <laughs> link or that may help that child to come out of that uh, bad scenario. So please, 
it's very important that we protect our children from being hurt, neglected, or badly treated. Also, um, Article 40, children have a right to legal help and treat fair treatments in the criminal justice system. Sometimes children also can do bad things and they may have to face the law, but then they must be, you know, the law, they must have fair hearing and they must be protected at all costs. As of course, uh, sorry, no, that's not the next one. Children have a uh, right to the laws of from the country you reside. The, con the law of the country must protect children. So the way to know a good country or a strong country is how they treat their weakest, their most vulnerable. I think it's uh, Nelson Mandela that said that. And so the way we treat our children shows how how we are as a country. So as a country, we must have laws. And like I said, most countries in the world, including Nigeria, we've adopted this all these United Nations uh, rights of uh, Convention on the Rights of Children. So um, the laws of the country must protect our children. We must not have laws that are... Uh, <clears throat> that put children as risks of abuse, for example, uh, laws of child child brides. You know, we must have laws that say children below the age of 18 should not be married off, or, you know, they should not, below the age of 16 should not give consent, you know. So those there must be laws that protect children from all this abuse, and that is the, one of the rights of children. They have a right to demand it. And, of course, <laughs> one of the last conventions is that children have a right to know their rights, okay? So children have a right to know their rights. So okay, well, children sometimes feel as if they don't have any rights. It's the parent that, uh, no, children have a lot of rights. I've read about 42 of them now to you so there are still other ones which has to do with um uh 43 now so there are about between 43 and 54 these are more for the government and the international organizations on how we're going to work together to make sure that all these rights have been upheld you know and this is exactly what i'm doing one of the things i'm doing today is to create awareness about the fact that our children have rights so as we celebrate our children uh this 2023 children's day on saturday i want you to remember that our children have rights and it's our responsibility to make sure that we protect our children we have to protect the children no matter how much pediatricians we do treating the malaria treating the covid and all that these are the things that will make sure that uh, they are not medical issues, but they are very important issues to ensure that our children uh, do not die, uh, but they live. So I'm just going to go through the rest of my slides. I've talked about the children's right to survival and development. We as parents, we have a responsibility to all the measures in place to allow our children to survive. Children must survive. They must not die in childhood. Uh, so everything that involves, including immunization and all that, we must take those positive steps to make sure that we protect our children from all these harmful traditional practices, FGM, female genital cutting or circumcision, child labor, sexual abuse of children. We must 
protect our children from all this. Of course, we've talked about giving our children a name. We've talked about making sure that our children have a right to the freedom of thoughts, conscience and religion, uh, right to privacy, to family life, to home, to correspondence of telephone conversation. Children should not have difficulty making phone calls to their friends or people. Uh, of course, you need to monitor what your children watch on the internet. You have a responsibility as parents to make sure that you, you, they are not exposed to uh, harm on the cyber space, but at the same time, you don't also stop them you know they have a right to their own dignity we have to make sure their their privacy is protected and all that and no sexual abuse rights to education can never be overemphasized you know children have to go to school you can't just say oh, i don't have money no that's why the government is part of this to make sure that schools are available if you don't have money for private schools there's government schools the child has the right to education for our children it doesn't have to be expensive and doesn't have to be like oh the boys will go to school the girls will not go to school no education is for both the girl child and the boy child everybody have right to education um even for our special needs children they have rights. I know sometimes parents are overwhelmed uh, with the demand and they need to care for children with special needs and I've seen instances where people uh, some parents went to jump the child in the village tied the child to a tree i mean very cruel behavior and luckily for that child somebody went with you know from lagos and saw that child this little brother child and she took pictures but by the time we are seeing that child you will know it's the same child you can see the total transformation of what love and care has done in the life of that child i'm sure some of you have seen uh, videos of like in aquibum all these child uh children that are labeled as witches and abandoned and we thank God for the organization that will take them care for those children and you'll see the the marked difference so you can see that when we give our children no matter what special needs they have when we give them the love and the care you know they usually thrive so children even special needs they have a right to protection to care and all that and also even the unborn child the unborn child has the right to from harm. I know a lot of mothers who say oh, it's my body, it's my body. Yes, it's your body, but there's a whole human being living in your body as well. And that child, even though it's not yet born, already has rights as well. The child has the right to life, the unborn child. So you cannot say, unless when your life is at risk, you cannot just put that child's also life. But remember that child also as a, 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 a is our own rights at that time as well. Uh, our rights also, we don't need to make tattoos and marks on children. This is not domesticating uh, those articles from the United Nations. You know, I've seen instances of, of grandparents, you know, going to make all these tribal marks and tattoos on the children, and it's just horrendous. That child has a right to be protected from that, and the government can hold the family responsible if you make those marks on children. This is not, <laughs> we should not be doing that again. All right, so I can close my slide. Uh, so we've been talking about the rights of children, 
All right. And I want us to remember that we as parents, we have the responsibility to protect our children, to ensure that they have their rights. Our governments, they have a responsibility to ensure that these rights are upheld, you know, because if we want our children to live, we want our children not to die, we want our children to thrive, and knowing that our children have the leaders for tomorrow, then we need to make sure that their rights are upheld and protected. So thank you so much for our parents as pediatricians. We are advocates for children. In other words, we speak on behalf of children. And today I've come to you not as a pediatrician, a big uh, professional, anything. No, I've come to you as a child. I've come to you on behalf of our children. I've come to you as an advocate for our children. And I'm appealing to us as parents. I'm appealing to us as caregivers, teachers, uh, pastors, all of us that interfere, interface with children. I'm appealing to you to remember that our children have rights and let's respect their rights. Uh, of course, they have their own responsibilities to, for obedience, to listen to us and to follow our discipline. Yes, our children should do that as well. But let's remember that our children have rights and it's our responsibility uh, to make sure that our children's rights are upheld. And there is a law that backs it up. In other words, if you decide that you don't want to, you know, follow our, make sure that our children's rights are protected, then you have us to deal with. You have the law to deal with because we can, you know, use the instruments of the law to ensure that the children's rights are protected. And that's where the government comes in. And that's where we neighbors, friends of the family, you know, all of us must be safeguarding children. Every time I now hear in the news about neighbors going to reports, you know, even if it's anonymous, you know, to raise safeguarding concerns, I'm always so excited. And I'm like, yeah, this is happening. This is good. So it is no longer the culture of secrecy or I'm minding my own business. It doesn't concern me. No, all of us have a right to safeguard every child. It doesn't have to be your own child. We have a responsibility to make sure that every child is safe is protected from harm. Every child's right is upheld. So this is my uh, appeal and this is a present that I want you to give to our children as for this 2023 Children's Day celebration. Remember they have rights. Uh, you can download these rights on online. They are all over the place. You can watch this video again and look and go through it again. I'll make sure we post them also on our Facebook group so that you can remember them and re and you know make sure that you check up that oh, am i upholding the rights of my children uh, am i open to the rights of that child living in my house or living in my church or you know living on my streets we all must work together to make sure that the rights of our children are upheld so thank you so much for listening to me. Uh, again, I just want to remind us that Hacks Pediatrician Foundation, in celebration of this 2023 uh, Children's Day, we are doing lots of out, um, 
uh, community outreaches, as you can see. I'm just going to remind us. So we're doing offline outreaches in Aquara, uh, in Oyosis, in Aquaibom, in Abuja, in almost all of our states. Some are doing it this 27th of May. Some are going to do this uh, further down the line. But just watch out uh, for an outreach in a community nearby. And for those of you who live outside Nigeria, who uh, in other parts of the world, and you felt that you want to be part of this outreach, we are going to do the online outreach. Already we've opened up the platform, the registration, and as at the time I'm talking to you now, over 450 people have signed up for our outreaches and we have our pediatricians and our doctors, including myself. And we're going to be giving out 100 hours of free consultation, you know, for our children. So that's a whole lot, 450 children. And that's a whole lot we're doing on this Saturday, but it's part of what we're doing to support and to celebrate our children. Because remember our vision, our mission, is to make sure that no child dies from preventable causes. And of course, we will appreciate your support because we're going to be giving our free drugs, we're going to be deworming the children, we're going to be giving head talk, doctors are going to be giving their time to do all this consultation. So if you want to support us, our content details are there on the screen and they are also on our website, on our Facebook group. And please, please, please support us. Nothing is too small. And if you want to give to us, you can also give on uh, Global Giving or you can just lose our uh, dollar accounts as well. So there are many ways which you can support us. As the more you support us, the more children we are able to reach and we are able to support as Axi Pediatricians uh, Foundation. So thank you. If you want to know about some of our previous outreaches, we always do our reports. You can check our magazines annually. We print a magazine that demonstrates all the work we've done for each year. So you can know, I can assure you that every single a couple of naira or pens or dollar that we receive, hundred percent goes into supporting our children. We don't pay our volunteers. All our doctors are volunteers. They work for free. So all the money actually go into the outreach proper itself, not for overhead or anything. So thank you so much for supporting us and for helping us to reach more children in Nigeria and outside Nigeria through our virtual outreach this year. And of course, our next outreach will be in October, which will be our Independence Day outreach. So thank you so much. And even if you cannot be part of our outreach, just remember that there's a child next to you. Show some love to a child, love a child, buy something for them, just spread the love. You know, uh, children have, you know, the, even even Jesus Christ said that, you know, uh, if, if we cannot enter the kingdom of God unless we become like little children. So that shows you how precious children are to God. And so I believe that when you care for children, you are doing something that is very good and very dear to the hearts of God. So thank you so much for supporting me and the old uh, organized Acts the Protection Foundation volunteers, members, in making sure that our children live and do not die. Remember to uphold the rights of our children. And for the children who are watching me, uh, and I want the parents to show them this video, happy, happy Children's Day to you. 
Remember, you have your rights and you have a right to know your rights and you have a right to ensure that your rights are being maintained and upheld by everyone around you. So thank you so much for listening. I'll see you again same time next week where I'll be talking this time around about health issues, <laughs> uh, specifically health issues. But till then, have a wonderful day. And I hope I'll see some of you during the outreach on Saturday. Have a wonderful day and it's bye, bye from me. Are you a mother, father, or you are involved in caring for children? If yes, then listen to Ask the Pediatricians every Thursday by 10 a.m. for insightful discussion on popular child health topics such as dangerous child health practices, immunization, infant feeding, developmental milestones, and so much more. You also get to ask questions on these topics and listen to answers to real-life child health issues by a pediatrician. Ask the Pediatricians Foundation is devoted to health education and information of parents and caregivers of children in the community to support you in raising healthy children. Don't miss Ask the Pediatricians with Dr. Bami because it's informative, educative and interactive. Ask the Pediatricians Hour, the program for caring parents.